What's up everyone? Welcome back to the channel. My name is Joe Suro and do me a favor as we get started, like this content, uh, subscribe, share it with friends and family members because I'm really excited about this particular topic that we're going to be talking about today. It's near and dear to my heart. Um, I've learned it the hard way, but I hope that from this particular podcast and or YouTube, whichever platform you are listening from today, that you could be encouraged and, and you could take some things away. Uh, from my experience and apply it to your life so that way uh, you can encounter rest uh, before rest finds you. Um, and you'll know a little bit more about what, what I mean later, um, but I, I really want to dive in to this and uh, peel back some layers on what it means to rest, right? The, the topic that we're talking about is I need rest. I need rest. And how many of you can maybe attest to that, right? Like I need rest. I'm tired. I work 80 hours a week or whatever. And, and, and I need rest. And, and I, I want to really just point out a couple things, uh, in this episode that hopefully help you, uh, with resting and resting well. Okay. Um, but before we do that, there are two books that I'm pulling a lot of this content from that, um, in just a 15, 20 minute segment, I can't give you everything. So just do me a favor. Um, you can snapshot it or, or write it down, but th this book here is called the Sabbath. Okay. Sabbath by Abraham Joshua Herschel. Okay. Or Heschel, excuse me, Heschel, uh, really good book on the Sabbath. We'll, we'll talk about just a little bit more okay, on what that means. And then the other book uh, is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Comer. Um, and I'll, I know a lot of you have probably already read this book. It's a really good book to reread at least once a year. Uh, I'm kind of sad that it took me so long to read the book, um, but I did read it last year and it was revolutionary. It kind of led me on this path of resting and Sabbath and what does that look like? Because we need it. We need it in our lives and we don't know how much we need it until we need it until rest finds us, right? A lot of times we spend time finding rest and never actually locate it, right? If, if that makes sense. And then all of a sudden rest finds us, meaning we crash, right? Or we snap on somebody. And I hope that we can get to the place uh, in this video or in this podcast that'll help you to not just find rest, but prioritize rest. Okay. So the first thing that we've got to understand and establish is this rest in the Bible is called the Sabbath. Literally the Sabbath means to rest that that's literally what it means. And so if you're watching this, you're familiar with scripture vernacular and you hear Sabbath, it just means to rest from uh, Heschel's book. He has this quote that I'm going to read. Uh, and he says, God is not in the things of space, but in moments of time. And so right off the bat, when I talk about rest, I just, I want to preface this. I'm speaking of rest and how it is programmed by God for us to partake in. Okay. It was his idea, this thing called the Sabbath. It was his idea for rest. It wasn't man's idea for rest. Okay. Even when we look in Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth, the six days. And then on the seventh day, he rested. Heschel even goes as far as to say that Sabbath was created on the seventh day by God resting. Okay. And so because he rested, we then can rest and there's, it's multifaceted how we rest. So I'm just going to take like a, a myopic view of rest here today in this episode, and maybe we'll elaborate in a future 
episode, but right now it is strictly on us resting. And so uh, maybe with that phrase, you may be wondering, all right, what does that mean uh, that God is not in space, but in but in time? Uh, in other words, it, it's not where you rest, but it's how you rest, okay? It's the time spent resting. It's what you do with that time, okay? It's not the space. It's not, all right, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to swim and that's resting, right? Or I'm going to go to church on Sunday. That's resting. I think those are avenues that could lead to rest, but I I think we're missing the bigger picture, which we're going to get to uh, today, but I've got to start with this particular passage of scripture that's found in Hebrews chapter four, verses 10 through 11. It says, for all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors. Just as God did after creating the world, so let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. This is really important. Right? The author of Hebrews is, is stressing the importance of resting and, and not just resting right here on earth, but we will have an eternal resting place with God one day. But it's twofold. It's how we rest here and then what our eternal rest will look like. Okay. And so one of the fundamental questions that we need to ask as we continue this is why do we need to rest? I think some of you right now can say, I, Joe, I can give you a list of things why we need to rest or why I need to rest, right? Okay, well, cool. Um, I, I want to give you some of uh, my thoughts on why we need to rest, okay? And it comes from Heschel's book, and he says, we need the Sabbath in order to survive civilization. Can you agree with that? That you need rest, you need the Sabbath in order to function in civilization, in order to deal with people, in order to deal with your boss, in order to deal with your wife or your husband or your kids, you need rest. And I don't want you going back and saying, hey, I, babe, I need to rest from you so I know how to deal with you. No, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. But in order for you to present your best self to your spouse, your best your best self to your kids and to your boss, you need rest. If you don't self-care you, you can't care for anybody else. That's not how that works. You can't possibly pour into other people when you yourself are lacking and not being poured into. So you have got to do that. And I think the wrong expectation of people is that people would pour into you. That's not how that works, right? It's good when people pour into you, but if your expectation is that someone else needs to pour into you in order for you to find rest and to be filled up, you're in this for the long haul and it's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, the, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And so we need to rest, okay? This this resting in the Sabbath is made for us so that we can function in civilization. If we don't rest, we will not be 100%. We just won't be. Uh, like I mentioned before, with our job, with our family, and our ministry, and our leadership, and our business, we just won't be able to be 100%. And I'm reminded of this, that a tired leader is an irritable emotional leader. And if you take the leader out of it, a tired person is irritable and emotional. Okay. Some of you can agree to that, that if you're tired, that just falls under so many other categories, right? Uh, irritable. If you're hungry, that's a whole nother category, right? That we won't get into those hangry people out there. But if, if you are not resting, you can experience some deficiencies in your character that then impact other people, right? And it doesn't just impact you. Like a lot of times you don't just have the bad day. You cast your bad day on other people. When you're tired, people see it. 
people see when you're tired, when you're irritable. It's noticeable, okay? Uh, because when you're tired, you snap at people. You're quick with people. You make irrational decisions. A lot of decisions that I've made as a leader and as a pastor, uh, bad decisions that I've made have come out of me being tired. I, I distinctly remember last year, uh, in December specifically, I mean, we're booking it. We've got Christmas services and, and programs and all kinds of stuff and parties and this and that that we're doing. And, and I was tired and I wasn't taking time to rest. And I remember snapping at some of my leaders. And, and then when I went on vacation, I, I relaxed and I said, oh my gosh, like I needed rest. I needed time to really recuperate and so I can respond to people. But I was reacting to people. If you don't rest, you become reactionary. Okay. That's simple. That, that's how that works when you don't rest. So the next question is how then do we rest? And I fully believe that one of the reasons why people are still tired even after resting is because they don't rest properly. There are two distinctives here. You can rest well or not rest well. And, and and just hold on for just a few more moments because I'm going to go through those two categories and bullet points on how you rest well and how you don't rest well. And and let me just say this real quick because I just mentioned vacation. All right, uh, some say I, uh, resting involves vacation, and and by no means am I saying that I'm against vacation. I love vacation, by the way. All right, like in in July, my wife and I just went on a vacation uh, to North Carolina. Nothing crazy, but we stayed at this Airbnb and it was on the lake, like this house on the lake. I mean, it was beautiful. Came back refreshed. It was amazing. I'm an advocate for vacation. I, I think the greater question is though, how can you find rest each week um, and not just once or twice a year? Okay, because if you're working towards vacation so you can rest, I think you're missing the point of resting. Okay, uh, again, resting is not a space like a place where you go. It's time that you give. It's time spent with God. That's fully how you're able to rest. Okay, and so maybe the question would be, all right, well, how long is that rest period in my week? Like, what does that look like? Is it three days off? Is it four days off? Like, what does that look like if it's every single week? Well, let's go to the Old Testament real quick. In Leviticus, I know that old, that old Testament word, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 31 through 32. Now watch this. This is some pretty, uh, black and white language here that, uh, Leviticus uses. Okay. So it says, you must not do any work at all. This is a permanent law for you. And it must be observed from generation to generation, wherever you live. This will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you. And on that day, you must deny yourselves. This day of rest will begin at sundown on the ninth day of the month and extend until sundown of the 10th day. So how long is the rest in scripture? It's a 24 hour period for some, right? You'd say, well, I don't have 24 hours. Okay. So let me just divide it just real quick. Let me talk to maybe the 21 year old who is single, maybe still lives at home. I'm not uh, demeaning the level of busyness for them at all. Okay. Uh, because a lot of 21 year, old, 21 year olds, they go to school, they work full time. Uh, they're involved in a ministry or extracurricular program. There's homework. There's all kinds of stuff. They live busy lives. Okay. Um, but how they would rest is very different than a single mom with two kids. 
right? So resting is not a blanket statement across all boards for everybody. Like this is how you should do it and it's applicable to everybody, or this is how much time you should do it. And it's applicable to everybody. Uh, I do think as long as your time spent is quality, that's the point. It's not the quantity. It's the quality. It's the time that you spend that you're able to rest and recuperate from your week and from your day. But here's the point. It's that we should prioritize rest and schedule it out because if you don't, it will never happen. Okay. I'll take it a step further. Stop waiting to find rest and be proactive and make time to rest. Okay. We got to stop waiting to find rest. Stop saying, all right, well, I'll rest on this day and then something happens. No, you've got to prioritize your day off or your time off, okay? You've got to prioritize it. Whether it's a 12-hour period, a 24-hour period, or maybe it's a seven-hour period, whatever that time off looks for you, you have got to prioritize it, schedule it out so that you can rest, okay? Because if you don't prioritize and you don't rest, rest will find you. You will crash, it will happen. The Sabbath longs for you, okay? You don't long for the Sabbath. The Sabbath longs for you, and we must partake in that because that's how God's structure has always been from the beginning of time, and resting well should be a priority in our lives, right? And so maybe you, you're saying, okay, well, what do you do when you rest then? Well, what does that look like? And so I, I want to start with maybe... Um, what people perceive as rest that in my opinion is not fully resting, okay? So here's the first thing, binge watching TV, right? On your day off, you're just binge watching TV all day. Like you're, you're Netflixing it up and you've gone through episodes, but episodes if not seasons and and that to me is not resting. You're on your phone all day. You're on social media. You're scrolling or you're playing games or whatever you may do. That to me is not resting. Sleeping is not resting. Uh, I know that may be a shocker for some of you. I, again, there's nothing wrong with sleeping. I think on your day off, if you want to take a nap, I think that's fine. But if you think that that is fully resting, is sleeping in or oversleeping or sleeping during the day, that's not fully resting. The next thing is vacation. Again, I, I just want to clarify. I'm not against vacation. I love vacation. I hope to be on vacation soon. Okay. But, uh, to get, to get some rest, uh, you got to look at the bigger picture and it's not just once or twice a year vacation. It is how do you build it into your weekly schedule? Okay. The last thing I put on here uh, is quitting a job. Some people feel like they've got to quit a job in order to find rest. And uh, again, you know, quitting a job is not necessarily wrong if you have something else, especially uh, as an adult, right? You need to have a job set up. But just to say, I quit for sake of I need rest and I have too much, and you're not thinking about family and you're not thinking about priority, right? A man who doesn't work doesn't eat, right? And so you've got to think that through also, okay? So um, these are some things that I feel are not proper resting. And here's why. Um, this is from personal experience and, and maybe you've got other scenarios, but I just find that if I watch TV all day, I wind up being more lethargic and tired than if I was proactive that day. There's just something about that, okay? There, there's something about that. Even sleeping in, Marcus Aurelius in, in his book, Meditations, literally talks about how we are structured as a people to wake up early and then 
get the day started. It is not to sleep in. That's not how we're wired, okay? But some of us feel like if I sleep in, then I'm resting, I can recuperate. It just boggles my mind. People that go to vacation, people that sleep in, people that have a day off and binge watch TV, they come back the next week tired and exhausted still. Have you ever come back from a vacation needing a vacation? Have you ever had that happen to you before? That's happened to be before, right? Have you ever had a couple days off and then you're like, man, I need another day off? It's because you were not resting well. It's important that we know how to rest on those Sabbath days, okay? So here's what I feel are, are the correct ways to rest, okay? And especially if you're a Christ follower, all right? Uh, number one is spend time with God. I, I think this goes without saying, um, but if you are a Christ follower, that is your number one way to fill your cup and to rest. Mark 2, 27, I've been saying this through this entire episode, is the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, okay? We have to spend time with God. It's not a space that we find ourselves in. It's time that we spend with God that we're able to really rest. The second thing is, guys, shut off your phone, Shut off your phone. Take your phone. Put it in the other room, right? Just don't have it next to you. Uh, I'm amazed. Uh, the technology that we have is amazing. I'm able to record a video today and all that. However, there's people that are addicted to their phone, like their separation anxiety if they don't have their phone with them. I just want to encourage you. Keep your phone away from you. Put it in another room. Spend time with God. Disconnect. The Bible clearly said, in Leviticus that we were to deny ourselves, to deny ourselves. And so by putting your phone away, you're denying that that impulse to be on that when you should be in his word. And I'm not saying that you have to be off your phone the entire day, but take the time, take a few hours, right? And just put it aside. If there's an emergency, there's certain people that can get a hold of you. But I, I just don't think all the time having your phone on you is healthy for you. Okay. And, and in John Comer's book, um, Ruthless Elimination of Her, he actually says that. Uh, I can't remember how many times I think he says people touch their phones like thousands of times a day. And guys, there's an unhealthy relationship that we have of our phone that can impede on our rest. Uh, the next thing is do something you enjoy. Is it going to the gym? Is it gardening? You know, is it playing basketball? Is it doing a sport, right? What is it that you could do to find rest? The next thing is saying no to things that you don't want to do on your day of rest. This is important. On your day of rest specifically, there may be times where you have to say no to things. Hey, do you want to go out to dinner? No. Hey, hey, do you want to do this? No. Why? Because it infringes on how I rest. And that's the most important thing that I need to do on this particular day in order to be the best version of me for other people. And I just want to say that your rest and your, your Sabbath that you take can offend people. It literally can offend people. I've, I know that for me, I've said no to things and, and I've said, hey, I'm going to rest and it's offended people. And they just wonder why, like, oh, why, why would you say no and this and this? You're a pastor and, or you're this or you're that. And I said, I've got to guard me. I've got to guard me first and I've got to take me into priority and spending time with God so I can then say yes to other things, but I'm limited on what I say yes to on those days of rest. Now, in my role and my position, right, there may be some things that I've got to be flexible with, right? And even for you, depending on your role, there's just some things you got to be flexible with, especially if you're at home with kids, like 
you can't just like close yourself in the room for seven hours, right? And not, uh, you know, attend to their needs or, or whatnot. So, but just make sure that in your power where you can say no on your day of rest, then do so for the health of your mind, body, and spirit, okay? The next thing is reading. Make sure you're reading. Don't binge watch TV all day. Read. Hobby. If you've got a hobby, work on that hobby, whatever it may be, okay? Do that thing. And then, yes, finally, I just want to bring a special light to this vacation okay yes vacation is good for resting it really is i just feel it can't be the main thing that you look forward to rest okay it is an addition to rest but not the main thing okay resting is important why watch this the world has our hands but our soul belongs to someone else okay the world has our hands but our soul belongs to someone else. It belongs to God. And so we must give him that better part of us while we rest so we can be filled up to then be able to fill up other people. The last thing I just want to talk through real quick as I, as I end this is the benefits of rest. Okay, the benefits of rest are this. You'll have a greater relationship with God, greater relationship with people. You can give 100% of yourself to your job or your business. Okay, you can have a strengthened marriage. Your relationship with your kids will be stronger. The decisions that you make will be better. You'll be clear. You'll respond and not react when you get rest. I'm telling you, when I'm tired, I react. When I'm tired, I make terrible decisions. When I'm tired, I'm irritable. But when I rest, I'm able to refocus and recalibrate to do these things. And I don't look forward to vacation to rest. I find rest every single week so I can be better, right? For people and for myself every single week. Jesus in the scriptures had times where he rests and he secluded himself from people to rest, okay? And so I just wanna encourage you today, you're watching or you're listening to this today, you can find rest if you prioritize rest. Don't wait to find rest because then rest will find you. Make sure you prioritize it. Make sure you schedule it out. Make sure that you do things that fill you up so that way people can have the better version of you. People deserve the better version of you. God deserves the better version of you. So make sure you schedule that time out so your cup can be filled. I hope that this was encouraging for you. I hope that you're able to take some of these things and really apply them to your life and schedule out time and, and, and take these steps and really hone in on them and, and, and do them first thing in the morning. Okay. Don't wait until five o'clock to do, do them in the morning. If you have that time off, do them in the morning and make sure that you prioritize, prioritize that because you need rest. You need to be healthy, both mind, body, and spirit. Thank you guys again for watching this episode. Just a reminder, subscribe, like, share this content. We'll see you on the next one.